Oh, there we go. Ham gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath. And he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Welcome to the Meatcast with Nick and Kyle. I'm Nick, and of course, I'm joined as every week by with, with by here's Kyle. Kyle, what's going on? Oh, not a lot, Nick. What's going on with you? Oh, nothing much. Uh, yeah, just, just a couple uh, of unbusy fellas. <laughs> yeah, we got a. It's a big week in Heathcliff. It's, it's a big. Week. It's a big week in Heathcliff. It's the 50th anniversary of Heathcliff. That's right. I, I can't believe it. And yet, the evidence is irrefutable. It's irrefutable. We've, uh, we've seen the... I mean, we'll see the comic strip about it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be cool. We, I'm very excited. I, I have seen it, but I'm very yeah. excited to view it again. In this new context, and with our friend, who we have invited as a guest on this very special episode. That's right. We weren't going to have a guest, and then we realized, uh, right as we sat down to record, we should really have a guest. It's the big 50th. It's the big 50th. We have to have a friend on. And uh, you asked our, our friend, uh, comedian Danny Gonzalez, to come on. So thank you, Danny, for for joining us. Thank you. I also counted how many times y'all said friend versus guest. And friend won out, and I really appreciate that. I see you as friends first. (laughs) Yes, we are friends beyond any sort of content creation or anything like that. If all of us decided to go live on a farm tomorrow and stop doing this, God willing, we would all continue to be friends. That's beautiful. (laughs) Uh, Danny, do you know anything about Heathcliff? I don't, to a worrisome amount, actually. <laughs> why, why, why is that worrisome? worrisome? <laughs> I, I mean, it's worrisome really like... given that you're on a Heathcliff podcast. Yeah, that. You think that's a problem. But the good news is, we don't care. Okay, perfect. And we're happy to uh, hold your hand and guide you into this universe. Thank you. Answering any questions you may have. And generally just uh, amusing ourselves and our audience at your bewilderment at some of the images we may be about to show you. Perfect. Well, hey, we may as well get into it. We may as well start yeah. showing we may, hey, images. Hey, we may as well. I mean, we're here. We might as well do it. No time like the present, friends. Let's get into it. This week on Heathcliff. Okay, so we'll start with uh, Friday, September 1st. <laughs> wow, we're breaking off a, a new month here. Yeah, and I, it's rare that it works out so cleanly that our first uh, comic of the month is, is on the 1st. Can you, uh, can you see this well enough, Danny? Do you, do you see what's happening in here? Uh, I see it. I don't understand it. But yes, I do see it. <laughs> Okay, well, Heathcliff and Iggy are walking down the steps of a building labeled Meat Museum. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh huh. And this much is clear he- to you, yes? 
Yeah. Okay. And Iggy is saying the, the ham exhibit, the ham exhibit was moving. Uh, I love it. I love it. I think this is, uh, I, I love the idea of a ham exhibit, you know, that's a very funny mm-hmm. comedic idea. Danny, why don't you walk us through what you're feeling right now? I'm feeling like there, I'm feeling like I'm just now understanding that humor is an evolution and that perhaps whenever 50 years ago, when this was put out there, there was like a hearty chuckle passed around the room and I feel like I've gotten dumber because um, it's a cute little graphic, but the ham exhibit was moving. Oh, like moving, like touching. Like emotionally, yeah. yeah. I thought physically. Oh, you movement. were reading it as. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. Okay. Well, no, I could see how that could be even more bewildering, bewildering. Um, if you no, thought like it. it was. Crawling around like some sort of Lovecraftian horror. Yeah, that's the part that I um, wasn't synchronous. Now you said when this came out uh, fifty years ago. I do want to be clear. This is this was published on September first of this year, twenty twenty three. This is a doubtful, new. This is doubtful. a new comic. This is currently. <laughs> I think you, you guys can look would... over there. No. In the margins on the left side on the Creator Syndicate Inc., we got a 2023 over there. There's if even a website mm-hmm. written. If you manage to find a newspaper from September 1st, it, you could open it up and this, this might be in this there. This will probably be in there. I think I'm being punked because this is no, in no way, man. shape, and form uh, 2023. But I, I do believe you, actually. Okay. All right. <laughs> now I understand. I, I would argue this is this is... You're correct that this is not 2023 humor. This is 20XX humor. This is like cyber future. This is like, this is so far advanced. This is, this is like, we don't even have a number for it, you know? This is like when we have all become AI and can't feel anymore. And so the idea of something being like emotionally touching is actually funny. I agree. Yeah, the (laughs) ham exhibit. I think, I think you're overthinking this. The ham exhibit. Can you imagine a ham exhibit? Can you imagine a ham exhibit? And a meat museum that looks like uh, the Parthenon or something with all these Roman columns? Now, you yourself are a vegetarian. Is is that correct? Uh, That might be the disconnect. Yeah. It might be that once I stopped That's probably why. I lost my sense of meat humor. And (laughs) arguably, I'm not the right guest for this. But I'm really ready to lean in and kind of feel it out. Now, what do we think is in that ham exhibit? What sort of... uh, um, pieces. What sort of? What are the uh, famous hams? Uh, honey, uh, honey. John John Ham. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, honey I was thinking the first, the first ham that comes to mind for me is uh, the salty ham from Kids in the Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what I'm talking about? Gord and Fran. Gord is yeah. complaining about this, how salty the ham was. I do. I remember that. Uh, the one that comes to mind for me is uh, Scout from To Kill a Mockingbird when she dresses up like a like a ham. Oh yeah, for oh, the that's Christmas, a good one for the pageant. Was it Christmas pageant? Couldn't be. Could is it? That what it was? It was something. Might have been. <laughs> it was a pageant for sure. Uh, can I tell a quick story about that 
that image, the scout as the Christmas ham. Yes. Um, I, this is one of my favorite things is at this wonderful professor in college. Uh, he was the head of all of our technical uh, areas of our theater department. And one year the faculty had a door decorating contest for Christmas. So, you know, one faculty member did like Christmas wrapping paper over their whole door. One person did like a nightmare before Christmas kind of themed thing. There's lots of fun things. Uh, this professor, his name is Jeff. He's a wonderful man. He's since passed. Um, but he, his Christmas door decoration was a full, is covered the full door and it was a, uh, painting of, uh, um, what's, oh, what's the actor's name? Robert Duvall from the To Kill a Mockingbird movie as Boo Radley. And it was the scene in To Kill a Mockingbird where he like shows up in, in the house, like in Scout's like bedroom. And he's like in the corner and kind of glowering. And in the painting, he's holding a pair of scissors. And in the other hand, he's holding uh, the ham. Uh, like the costume, just, just 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 the ham costume, but like a ham, but like it looks like a ham. It's like ham size, and that was what he put on his door. That was the whole for thing. a Christmas decoration for his Christmas decoration. <laughs> and I I said, Jeff, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And he said, Thank you. It's called I brought the ham, <laughs> and I. I that I already was in love with the man, and that was the moment where I was like, "This person is my idol." Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's that is what I think of when I see this image. I think that's hanging up in the meat museum. Mm-hmm. Danny, when was the last time you had ham? Um, I was gonna say, yeah, my, my the first ham that comes to my mind is the ham that was served at Thanksgiving the year I went vegetarian, and my lottery aunt. <laughs> was like, you're really not going to eat the ham. There are people who are starving and you're really not going to eat the ham. And so I did eat the ham. And that's kind of uh, my ham memory is my aunt just being like, people are so hungry right now. And I'm just like, okie Maybe that... Maybe that ham is in this museum. You said you're a, you said it so casually. Your lottery aunt, your your aunt won the lottery, right? <laughs> she, she I has think a, casually because it, it fills in its own blanks. Yes, my aunt won the lottery. Yeah. Won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's wait. Move wait. On to- yeah, let's not. We don't need it. <laughs> Can you say how much she won? Um. So. This is actually wild math that I'm going to put out there. It was either 15 million before her divorce or after her divorce. Cause like mm. it was a kind of rocky relationship. She won the lottery ex uncle dipped. And so I, I don't know when the number applies, but so it's, I, I'm give her taking $15 million, but somewhere along those lines. And, and he she, dipped after she won the lottery? He dipped after she won the lottery. So he got half of it. That's... Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I guess yeah. That's <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. Would I do that? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, stick around. You, you know, <laughs> you, you get the whole thing. I right? know. <laughs> How bad could it have been? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't met my aunt, so. <laughs> Maybe bad. All right, well, let's move on to September. Okay. <laughs> September 2nd, Saturday. So we're outside of the Catwigs store. It says Catwigs, and there's in the window it says Catwigs, big sale. 
There's a man wearing a blonde wig standing in the doorway and a big line of cats outside the the, uh, the store. He clip in front of the line. Uh, and the man is talking to a woman all the way across the street who has a dog with her. And he's he's yelling to her, big sale. <laughs> this is one of my favorites in a while, I think. I love this one. I love the repetition of big sale. <laughs> I love that the window has big sale exclamation point and the caption is just big sale. <laughs> also, you noted that Heathcliff is at the front of the line. Heathcliff is at the front of the line with his girlfriend, Sonia. Oh yeah. So they woke up early that morning, like it's black Friday and went down to the cat wig store and got first in line as a couple's activity. That's what they were planning to do that day. Is it for both? Do you think they're both getting a wig? Or like what? it's like a shopping for him or her kind of thing. Does he normally partake in wiggery? <laughs> I've he definitely is. seen him wear a cat wig. Yeah, yeah, I've certainly seen him in a wig. Sonia, I have not. Now, I do think part of that may be because... Sonia's hair has to always be visible so that we can see the bow in her head so that we know mm-hmm. she's a girl. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't get to wear wigs mm-hmm. um, just for because of identity reasons. Mm. It is nice that these cats, um, they're not ashamed that they wear wigs. They're, they don't try to hide it. They don't try to pretend it's real hair they're open about the fact that they wear cat wigs yeah that's they're true like, they're lined up out front of that store they didn't they didn't do a thing where like maybe they ordered online in advance and yeah. just surreptitiously showed up to what's, get their wig in a brown paper bag what's striking to me is their posture because that's <laughs> arguably the most confident stance like that's four cats in a row being like yeah i wear a wig yeah i wear a wig i wear wigs yeah um, they are like, kind of just like feet shoulder length apart, you know, hands to the side, except one of them has his hands behind his back. He's kind of almost getting impatient, maybe. Yeah. Or, or I was gonna say he's pondering a little bit. Oh, yeah, it could be ponderous. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, I guess hands in front would be impatient. The little is it he is he with the cat? He's littler. Well, there's a lot of cats. The, well, well all no, cats. I mean, like, it, within this, this, the cat, capital T H E, the cat, because he's littler than the other ones. Yeah, he's a little chunkier, too. He's, okay. he's a little bit rounder in the middle. He's got a little tongue. Which I, yeah. I love. Me, too. Um, do you think that dog's jealous? Oh, yeah, no dog wigs. No dog wigs. Although, surely there's a dog wig store. Yeah, yeah, probably. He seems just alert, but not aggressive. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, even better. Even bigger. <laughs> so tell me, what does the small text say so that I don't pretend this is from 50 years ago? When was this made? These oh, are all 2023. Uh, We're going sequential order. Dang. The, yet, the one last we looked at was September 1st. This was September 2nd. Beautiful. Okay, I got you. Yeah, no, this is nice stuff. Okay. Well, now let's look at the comic from Sunday. This is the big one. This is the big one. Well, so this is a this is the 50th anniversary strip. 
Heathcliff uh, sitting on top of a garbage can with a with the and he managed to work in the uh, the fish skeleton in the in this fiftieth uh, anniversary strip, which is very a very big part of key, Heathcliff key element. But then we get down to the lower panels and we have a a, a parade of Heathcliff regulars. We got the man eating giant. We just see his his legs, the meat robot, the uh, summer mummy, the summer uh, mummy, the Jimmy's fan with the Jimmy. Uh, uh, balloon, the sun, uh, a cat with a bro fish. The Ken, the Ken Bone twins. Did you know the, the Ken, Ken Bone, Bone twins? That's right, the Ken Bone twins. Uh, I just got a normal right. We got the garbage ape, Spike, Sonia, the two birds that are always talking. Uh, I think a bunch of Pops. different, yeah, and and some store employees. Uh, with the and then we and then the next panel we got a. Uh, Grandma and Grandpa Nutmeg and Iggy and a couple of Iggy's friends, the mice, Spike, Pops. Have you noted uh, the fire-breathing chihuahua yet? The fire-breathing chihuahua, that's right. Oh, and it, I said it was Sonya on the panel before that, but I think that's actually um, Crazy Shirley. Then Sonya is in this panel. Yes. Uh, and then in the, <laughs> in the next last panel, we have Jimmy all by himself carrying a big cake that says that has a a fifty two a five and a zero candle on it for fifty, and then everybody is saying happy fiftieth Heathcliff. He's sitting atop his garbage can with the fish skeleton. Jimmy, Jimmy's the Jimmy's really breaking out like uh he's really giving the spotlight to Jimmy here. It's a huge honor for Jimmy. Yeah, all of these classic characters, and Jimmy is given the honor of presenting the anniversary <laughs> cake, which I mean makes sense. Jimmy's a huge. Uh, a huge a huge success story so yeah it makes sense and, and then i would also like to know too that in the first panel the sunday with heathcliff we, we've got the signature by george gatley here um signed there instead of you know peter's signature and then in the kitty corner yes. uh peter has written the kitty corner about his cat spider yes which is very nice uh, Peter Gallagher of Bogota, New Jersey. He says his cat Spider was his first pet. She was a stray who was small and tough with a heart of gold. Heathcliff would have loved her. Very touching stuff. Very sweet. Very sweet. Shout out to Spider. Um, I mean, this is just a nice, a nice little, a nice little panel. It's so nice to see all of these great classic characters. Yeah, it's just a good way of celebrating the 50th anniversary of our favorite cat, Heathcliff. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this one's Danny, any, any outside observations? Yeah, this as one's someone who, Yeah. This really? One is, this yeah. one's like not, <laughs> it's I think not like it's because a, a there's joke no, or anything. Right, I think that's why. I think it's <laughs> the, like, sim- the true simplicity, not just comedic simplicity, but actual up for interpretation simplicity. I also really like who's saying who's saying bro. The fish. Uh the, the that's a recurring character called the bro fish. And it is a fish that says bro. Wow. And okay. it's in a fishbowl that somebody's wearing on top of their head, which is yeah, the usually Yeah, usually the, the fish the bro the bro fish is in a bowl balanced on top of someone's head. Stop. I see it and I love it and I really <laughs> I don't want to get back to that kind of comedy again, honestly. This really is a, it is interesting to think of this like a, you know, first time we're looking at this and thinking like, 
wow, it's so much. There's so many doors to to go into. You know, yeah. there's so there's so much to explore here. There's a whole world that you can just look at the fire breathing chihuahua and go like, what's going on with that guy? And there's all kinds of comics for you to 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 look into. You, you know? guys talk about the Heathcliff universe like my boyfriend talks about the Bravo universe where it's just like <laughs> oh there's that person and that person and that person as though those are people that are familiar to um, outsiders and I love it love my boyfriend love y'all uh, it's, just, it's, a, it's a rhetoric it's a way of talking about things no I really like this one this these are cute. all of our friends yeah they're cute these, these are all of our, our actual friends Wow. We, yeah, we we spend uh, we, we spend, spend quite quite a bit of time <laughs> with them. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the next. Okay. So this is from Labor Day, September fourth, this week, this Monday. Heathcliff is raising a flag that says Jimmy and has Jimmy's uh, picture on it in, in the front in his front yard or in the nutmeg's front yard, I guess. And Grandma is in the window and she's talking to her friends, saying. He flies that flag on most major holidays. <laughs> oh, and Jimmy is, is standing right next to him, uh, totally uh, uh, nonplussed. I always forget what that means, but yeah, I think that's the he's not, he's, he's He doesn't seem to be care. He doesn't seem to care what's going on here. He seems disassociated. So this is Jimmy again. <laughs> yeah, he he's does seem going through some sort of flashback or something. <laughs> <laughs> do we know if oh, jimmy has any major political affiliations we do not <laughs> okay. that's a good he's question sort of blank slate jimmy's he's, sort of yeah. a blank slate you, you can kind of project whatever you want onto jimmy you know yeah i like that about him he's like very pure neutral is what he's coming across as like there's nothing <laughs> in his gaze or his posture that right. tells me which way he leans and honestly that's right. admirable and it's not in like a centrist way. It's no. not like in a in a way where you're like, oh, you gotta hear both sides. Yeah, it's just it is true neutral. It true is true, neutral. just like like his memory was wiped or something. Or his, yes, yeah, sort of like he had a lobotomy, maybe. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> that looks as lobotomy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I love this one. I love uh, I love the you know because there's a world where. It's just Heathcliff raising the Jimmy flag, and that's funny. But having Jimmy standing right beside him like this just really is, elevates this. You know, it, it's such a funny image that he walked out there with him. That Heathcliff was like, <laughs> "Hey, bud, time to <laughs> it's time to raise it's, the flag." It's Labor Day. And, Let's put it up. <laughs> and Jimmy silently got up off of the couch or whatever. And he's walked outside to stand with his friend while he did this. Heathcliff just really likes Jimmy. Heathcliff just really likes Jimmy. <laughs> and I think that's, I, you know, I love that so much. Me too. I really, I feel like this is how people think I feel about, honestly, y'all in particular. Like, anytime I hear Kyle's name, I'm like, oh. Or Nick, I do the same thing, and I would just fly a flag with y'all's face on it. For I would actually do this for both of y'all. Let me be honest. <laughs> if you if you make the flag, I fly I fly the flag. Or if I get a better paying job, I'll make the flag and fly the flag. 
Nick, should we else? start a merch store and the first things we put in the merch store are flags with our name and face yeah. on them? And we see which one sells better. Yeah, yeah. we can have a competition have a to see who's buying, who's buying the, our flag the most. <laughs> hey, if you're if you interested do... in buying a flag with either me or Nick's face on it, why don't you chime in on Twitter at Heathcliff Recap. <laughs> Hit up our uh, Gmail, HeathcliffRecap at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And Danny, if you ever do want to raise a flag with my face on it, I'll happily stand right next to you uh, okay. while you do it. Come on. Come on. This is a photo I'm waiting to And I'll proudly stand there next to you <laughs> while you raise that flag of me. <laughs> yeah, y'all. This is a photo op waiting to happen. I'm ready to help you go promo. Primo promo oh, man. level. If we if we could recreate this image, it, but just like in real life, yeah. we got to find somebody who has a flagpole in their front yard. But Dumb. if we could if we could do this, uh, that would be very fun. Yeah, I I yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think that'd be a good time. I think it's a good idea. Uh, I'm thinking yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. September fifth. <laughs> so we're outside of a florist uh, that just has flowers in the window, and there's a woman with a bouquet of roses, and she's talking to another woman who might be Grandma Nutmeg, but it might just be another lady. Uh, and uh, the woman with the roses is saying, "He's back," and she's referencing. I should mention Heathcliff is walking down the sidewalk toward the store, and he's wearing a bee outfit, similar to. The, the SNLBs. The classic the Saturday Night Live. That hilarious bit we all remember. Oh, where they all favorite. wore bee costumes. Everyone's favorite. It, I think the premise of the that sketch was there's guys wearing bee costumes and it's and it's 15 minutes. I think <laughs> that the sketch was 15 <laughs> minutes long was part of the premise. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't understand why it was so long. Sketch we- comedy used to be so long. <laughs> When was the last time you watched the Monty Python dead parrot sketch? It's like 20 uh, minutes long. <laughs> it's crazy. I tried to show it in a class I was teaching, and after oh, like no. <laughs> three minutes, yeah, it was it was in the syllabus. Don't get me started. After like three <laughs> minutes, it was like, okay, we get it. And then you look at the time left on the video, and it's just it's more of that. <laughs> The game doesn't heighten. It doesn't really go anywhere. It's just another 15 minutes. Do you remember when uh, this was probably like in the late 90s when uh, who who was it? John Cleese and Michael Palin? Were they the ones from the Dead Parrot sketch? Yeah. When they like did the Dead Parrot sketch on Saturday Night Live? I do remember that. <laughs> yes. <To> complete silence. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so they did it live on saturday night live for the saturday night live audience who has no idea who they are probably uh, and nobody laughs at all like Incredible. polite chuckles throughout yeah so going back to heathcliff <laughs> um uh i don't mean to be rude I don't no. mean to be off off color here, but is the implication that Heathcliff <laughs> is he? Can I actually finish your sentence to see if I'm on the same page? 
this is this a show? Is this a show that I can say a blue word? Yeah. Yeah. Is he like? Well, what do bees? They don't come on plants, but what do they do? I mean, I think they pretty much do. Right. They pollinate. They they pollinate. They carry the product from one place to another. Minimally, right? he's rubbing up on all of them. Like minimal yeah. action. Yeah. Oh. I guess is it a thing that like cats like to eat flowers? No. Hmm. No. I mean <laughs> no. my my cat likes I mean my cat does. Yeah, that's true. I uh I got a gift from someone once, like a fern, and um uh I put it up high thinking my cat Max would never go after but he like cuz he like a place he never goes but he immediately was like I'm going to get up there oh. and he got up there and started eating this plant and then I looked it up and the plant was poisonous to cats so oh, I had no. to throw that throw that plant in the garbage oh no um he also really likes to eat kale like if I'm ever wow. cooking something it's got kale in <laughs> Dang. it he, he jumps up on the counter and is like wow. give me that He's Health got a good. healthier diet than I do. This plant. I know. <laughs> I like actively am reticent of kale. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm not often eating kale. Yeah, I was gonna say, rare, all right, rare, <laughs> subtle. Okay, Mister, I eat kale on the rare occasions that I do. <laughs> yeah, my dog likes. I've noticed my dog likes fried chicken. my dog likes cheese ever since i went vegetarian from being vegan for nine years my dog never Mm. had cheese and now she like specifically cheddar and she knows like when baked goods have like she knows cheese it's as opposed to normal (laughs) chips and she knows like cheddar normal chips like chips well cheese it's aren't chips yeah, so I mean, like a bag. Like she hears the bag. She doesn't respond to bag. Yes, she responds to cheeses, and she's wow. me too. I know it's crazy. We're both cheese fiends. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, I I said the last one was my favorite, but I actually this one a because I love flowers, but b because the period after he's back is like it's just the sentence he's back is. Yes. Arguably a very like ominous yeah. Like almost like steadfast in preparation period where they're like, <laughs> okay, so like he's back and we yeah. we've got to go from there. It doesn't seem like it's a cute thing. It's a real no. if this were animated it would be like you know, it'd be like a gunslinger walking into a town. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and know. they're like, "Oh, like no. a drunk guy dives into a barrel, you know." Yeah. Everybody shuts the window shutters. Well, yeah, except he's gonna he's gonna like fuck these plants, right? <laughs> In his little bee costume. Like it's not even like they know this one cat does this thing. They're like it's only no. when he dresses up like a bee that he does it. <laughs> yeah. Nasty little freak in his bee costume. His, the, his bee, clothes. the bee costume's part of it. Yeah. I need the bee costume to make it work. <laughs> His co- whatever he's wearing, it frequently advertises what he like what he's about to do. Like he only does things <laughs> when he ever decides to do something. He does have some piece of clothing that that advertises it. Like he's famous for wearing his meat helmet, yeah, uh, his uh, his ham helmet. 
<laughs> uh, other helmets. Yeah. Other helmets. <laughs> Surprising he doesn't have a uh, helmet on here that says, I'm going to jack off on these flowers. <laughs> or like goggles. Okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's move on to uh, September 6th, Wednesday. So Heathcliff is on the, his fence with uh, four giant speakers and a big sign in the background that says me. And he's playing an <laughs> guitar solo and he's got a helmet that says me and a bunch of cats are sitting or standing watching and in the window Iggy is talking to grandma not Megan Iggy is saying his new solo project <laughs> I love this confidence yeah I love this like yeah. shameless self branding yeah I would love how hyped would you be if there was just a band that's just called me <laughs> and it was just one guy. Yeah, that's now. I would. Yeah, I'd be hyped. I think that would be cool. Um, I do want to point out this guitar or instrument that he's playing does only have four strings, which means it is either like it's either a bass guitar or a ukulele. Um, <laughs> could be a banjo. Um, could be a banjo. Could be a banjo too. Yeah. I. Do uh, see ukulele in that he's so small that like a ukulele oh, is yeah. like normal size. True. That's true. Now the 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 speakers and we're saying they're speakers, but they do kind of just look like lights. lights. Oh, are they lights? They might just be lights, I guess. I, I mean, they just light. have yellow circles. So I think I think he's pulling a like, you know, he's, he's lighting the, the audience. Are, he's lighting the audience. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's like they, they did. It's like they did. This is a trick uh, that uh, <laughs> I went to a 30 Seconds to Mars concert once because <laughs> I had a friend who was really into them. Sure, that's cool. And it was right around the time that uh, Jared Leto was filming uh, the movie where he played Mark David Chapman, the guy that killed John Lennon, mm-hmm. and he gained a ton of weight for the role. And so when they came out, they turned on, they blast, they filled the theater with smoke and turned on lights that faced the audience. So you <gasps> never actually saw him. What? You, you couldn't Whoa. see him the whole time. You just, would just see like his, a, you know, a chubby little silhouette. And <laughs> that, that, you just had to know that was Jared Leto. You had to trust. Um, Heathcliff is doing the same thing here. You know. Would you guys yeah. ever, uh, Gain weight like that for a role or something? Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I just do that on my own without needing a role. So I think we're like, I'm posting over here. I can, I can take on any role. I'll do. I'll do anything for a role. Yeah. Any. I'll make any adjustment they need me to make. You know. Yeah. I'm. I'm chameleon. Chameleon. Chameleon esque. I. My other question. What's that, Danny? Um. No, please move on. <laughs> have you ever Danny have you ever like done a solo show of any kind like a stand up or improv or uh or uh music? Um one time over Zoom during the pandemic I played I I used my 2 weeks of guitar skills and I played a song for <laughs> Molly over Zoom. And oh, that's, that's so nice. an audience of one. Yeah, to one two, two Molly. Um and and then one time my friend was making a movie, which never got made, rip, but um, it was like, you know, par- it, was, it was right after college and the movie was being about right after college. And so my character did comedy, surprise, 
And in the movie, they were like, do a one woman show. And I remember being <laughs> blasted on like Lone Star, honestly, like to the moon and back on Lone Star. And I did it. And I think I started like not intentionally crying, but like I know there were t- <laughs> I think I was just deeply overwhelmed by everything because, again, I was smashed on the Texas classic. But, uh, so did you just improvise a one? Do you improvise this one woman show? Yeah, I yeah. Damn. Yeah, oh, wow. and it's like, that's that's the type of thing that like this is like a legendary thing. People are going to be like, <laughs> you know, there's a tape somewhere of Danny Gonzalez somewhere. doing a one woman show, really drunk. She's 22, <laughs> and she definitely mentions her dad, with which she has a strained relationship. <laughs> <laughs> It is legendary. <laughs> this still exists? That this, this footage is somewhere? Yeah, I could easily hit up Connor and just be like, Connor, show me the footage. Show me the footage. Show me how much I've drawn. Why would you ever do that? Yeah. <laughs> if, that, if that were me, I can't think of anything I'd want to see less. No, that's that. your birthday gift, Kyle. I'm going to get it before <laughs> your next birthday. Oh, well, now, yeah. Now, I want. I said if it were me, no, it's you. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, exactly. I won't look at it, but I'll email it to you in a year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's look at Whoa. today's... Comics. Today's comic show uh, Thursday, September seventh. So we're outside the gum store. Uh, the gum store owner is talking to Heathcliff. He looks uh, pretty happy. Heathcliff looks, looks proud. And there's uh, about eight birds flying away with bubblegum bubbles. Yeah, uh, about eight. Yeah, right about somewhere around eight. <laughs> Between seven and nine, somewhere in there. And uh, the gum store owner is saying, "Worm flavored gum." I thought you were crazy. <laughs> What? So Heathcliff, Heathcliff Danny, you had a strong initial reaction because to this. the gum is what is making them ascend. None of the birds are lifting their wings. Like no. I think what's crazy is they chewed the gum and then they started ascending. <laughs> yeah. First of all, birds don't have teeth, so what yeah. are we doing with this gum? Just you know, beaky mush. Are they swallowing the gum whole and then Baby you know moving out? moving moving the rocks around in their stomach that they also <laughs> eat to help them digest and then blowing the bubble from there? Is that what I meant to believe, Peter? <laughs> also, is the store just called Gum? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. M- most of the stores. I mean, you've seen it. Catwigs. Cat yeah. Meat Museum. Yeah, flowers. They're just named after the thing that they're selling. That's just simple. And time. and yeah, I mean, the to me the funniest thing here is the birds don't need gum to fly. They have wings. Yeah, <laughs> but they Definitely. still chose to fly away with the gum. <laughs> I I this is also unusually wordy for a Heathcliff. Uh-huh. Yeah, two sentences also two sentences. two sentences is really rare. The first sentence is is one. Is one uh, it, uh, it's not really a for? sentence. They put it's a a fragment. It's a, a fragment or a fra- yeah, a fragment. It's a fragment. fragment. But but worm flavored gum is, I think, probably normally would just be the caption. It would <laughs> right. just say worm flavored gum. 
the I thought you were crazy is is Peter, you know, thinking outside the bun a little bit here. He's <laughs> he's trying some stuff. Did all those birds go in at the same time and then like agree <laughs> like, all right, fellas, down it, and because they're all like <laughs> relatively at the same height. Yeah, <laughs> I think they all just got so excited when they when they heard that there was worm flavored gum. Yeah, it's like I was think they. You think they bought it, or do you think this was like first hit is free kind of deal? <laughs> Ooh. He gave it to these birds, and they're going to go back to their bird communities and say, "Like you guys got to check out this gum store. You would not believe what they got going on there in Westminster." I wonder what I don't... worms taste like. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think they all taste the same? I mean, there's probably different types of worms, right? Yeah, there's certainly different types of worms. Um. I do not wonder what worms taste like. <laughs> no, I'm gay. Not because I've ever tasted them, but because it does. It is of no concern to me. You know. Can I ponder well, out I loud what for worm a second. Gum. Yeah. What's What's that, Danny? Can I ponder out loud for a second? Absolutely. So, like top left hand corner. Let's role play. That's me. I get to a gum store. I'm like, you guys, new gum hit. New gum hit the store. Come here right now. There's uh bottom left let's call that kyle let's call the person next to that Nick. <laughs> who the how can anyone fucking get five more people to show up at the store at the same time like that'd be <laughs> me like blasting 20 people to be like come to the store right now so we can get some gum <laughs> or, or whatever i thing. don't have i don't have any group texts with this many people no around. me neither much less people who actually show up which i love my yeah. friends but you know we all are yeah. maybe it was they just got out of an improv practice or something. Yeah, that's the only way that's, it could make sense That's midnight society us. floating off <laughs> into the sunset. Big fart. There and gone. We're, we're practicing right next door. Um, to the gum shop. And then to, to the gum shop. And we stopped on by after rehearsal at 11 p.m. at night. <laughs> To get to get some worm flavored gum. Yeah, that's it's inspired. I really like the friendship in this one. <laughs> All right, let's. I gotta uh, say, good, really, really strong week from yeah. from yeah. Pete. I, 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 it's a lot of really all time favorites in this week. Great job, Pete. You crushed it on the anniversary week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fiftieth anniversary comic was beautiful. My my cap is doffed to you. All right, let's do this movie casting segment. You got to cast a movie. I want to cast somebody for Heathcliff. Maybe we can make a deal. Maybe together we can cast Ben Affleck. <laughs> so, Danny, we've been casting a live-action Heathcliff. Sure. Uh, one or two characters at a time. So who, sure, who, of course you are. Who do we have? We have Heathcliff played by Jeremy Allen White. Yeah. We have uh, Jimmy played by Julio Torres. Julio Torres, oh, which I feel yeah. like I'm, I've, I've seen a little bit of pushback on that online, and I got to say, hey, back off. Back off. Okay. <laughs> I, you're only making me commit to casting Julio Torres as Jimmy stronger. In what, world is, in what world is someone like Julio Torres not right for the role? I don't care what the role is. I've only seen five <laughs> of these comics. And I know yeah. you're correct. That's right. 
who else? Who else is on our cast list? Uh, Nick um, cast Iggy uh, uh, with Shiloh Jolie yeah. Shiloh Jolie Pitt, uh, the child of Brad and Brad Pitt and Angelina Dang. Jolie, is Iggy. Um, well, did we cast then, Grandpa? I don't remember if we cast Grandpa. I know a Grandpa who's waiting to be cast. He only has like one more year left in him. If we're lucky. <laughs> Who's that? Not mine. Who's that? Not mine. Mine are all dead. Mine are all dead. Oh. Dick Van Dyke. Oh, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, he sure. would be yeah. pretty good as Grandpa Nutmeg. Yeah, that's true. He's I feel like surely we haven't already cast Grandpa Nutmeg. It's okay. We we how, many, how many times have we done this segment? <laughs> this is the fourth time. <laughs> the fourth time. <laughs> we really keep coming back to it, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's something to do when uh, I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> I believe we cast as the summer mummy Ryan Gosling, or oh, I remember right. having that conversation. Oh, yeah. As the summer mummy. Yeah. So that one makes um, sense. I, I guess we could cast the garbage ape. We do need to cast the garbage okay. ape for sure. Homer Simpson, maybe? <laughs> fictional no, character Homer Simpson yeah. is going to play the garbage ape. I mean, I see the physical resemblance. He's got the um the beard mouth <laughs> kind of sure, the five o'clock sure. shadow mouth that Homer has. Danny, can you see this? There this he is. is. A, this is the garbage ape. A, a better drawing of the garbage ape. Oh yeah, I, I see it. A bigger drawing of the garbage ape. Yeah, I see him. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna throw throw this one out. I I feel good about this right away. My it was my gut instinct first person I thought of Paul Giamatti. Whoa. Oh, Paul Giamatti is the garbage ape. Okay, Paul Giamatti is the garbage yeah. ape. Yeah, yeah. Can I just cast me and Molly as the little birds? <laughs> okay, Danny and Molly is the birds. Danny and Molly are the little birds. <laughs> No, we don't want to cast too many people because no, someone tells me we'll can, need to yeah, we'll need to come back to this segment in a later episode. Yeah, I think we got. So, I think we did did enough there. Paul Giamatti <laughs> as the garbage ape. That's good. Or if he's not available, Homer Simpson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's still doing stuff. Wait, I want to do one more. I want to do one more because we, did, you know, Danny and Molly are the birds. That was too easy. Obviously, yeah. I say yes to that. Clear. What about um? Uh oh, what's her name? Crazy. Oh, Crazy Shirley. Crazy Shirley. We need to cast a Crazy Shirley. Well, let's she? Uh, pull up the Crazy Shirley comic to show Danny. Whoa, you yeah. just pulled that out immediately. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna do the thing Wait, for no. the listeners at home for a second. It seems like Nick was able to pull up a blank calendar and go directly to the day that was the Shirley comic. <laughs> And that's actually really impressive. He he got the week. He's he's got the week right. Yeah, a, some of the the impressiveness is worn off. But at first, I mean, whoa, crazy Shirley! <laughs> crazy Shirley. She's Stop. she's she's crazy about Heathcliff. She's doing um, nudes. <laughs> <laughs> she's just painting nude portraits of Heathcliff. <laughs> Yes, she is, and she's uh, um, she's got hearts of it. She's like in love. She's in love with Heathcliff. Heathcliff she's in love with Heathcliff. Does not return her affection. We can tell from his yikes face that he he's not so much into it. It's an unrequited love. Yeah, it's he's very got pictures for this. Adam and Eve with the paintbrush right around 
the like fig leaf area of her body. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. true. Wow, nice um, I mean, Miss Piggy would be a good choice. <laughs> Again, you're <laughs> selecting someone who doesn't exist, but I at least Miss Piggy is does sort of exist in our physical world. So mm-hmm. there is a world where we could have Miss Piggy playing Crazy Shirley. Now I do think it's a bit of a hat on a hat because Miss Piggy is just already like that. You mm-hmm. know, it's yeah, not but really usually much. when Miss Piggy plays a role, it, she plays a role very similar to herself, like uh, Bob That's Cratchit's true. wife in in the uh, Christmas Story do you think movie. Bob, do you think Bob? Cr- Bob Cratchit's wife is like you would define her defining characteristic being that she's boy crazy for Bob Cratchit. <laughs> <laughs> I think in uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol, she kind of. Is. <laughs> uh, I, I Danny, do you have anything? Because I have one. You go. I'll see if anything. Nothing's like hitting in the way that I want it to before I say anything. So please go. I'm going to toss out, keeping it along the lines of young, new Hollywood, you know, attracting A24, see if we can get them on board. Rachel Sennett. Uh, as soon as you said uh, young, new Hollywood, I was like, oh, I bet he's going to say Rachel Sennett. It's Rachel Sennett, right? I mean, is there anyone more on fire right now, you no. know, career-wise? Okay, I do have mine, and it's more going off of the she was crazy in Oppenheimer and just because this cat seems like she could be hot is Florence Pugh um, I love it and like I feel like Florence Pugh could really like own this role in a way that's dynamic you're saying sort of similar body shapes is what you're (laughs) I'm saying hot bod yes that's what I'm saying about both the cat and the woman yeah and she yeah she like proves that. she can kind of do that that role yeah yeah that is really good yeah i am hmm. now imagining um crazy shirley killing herself like uh <laughs> 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 fucking spoilers for oppenheimer well it's <laughs> okay, people people get spoilies if they waited this long there's no reason to not see that film Unless it was against wow. the bomb, which is, I mean, that could be a direction they go. We go within the movie. I, I would. That could. I be, wouldn't go it that could way. be. Yeah. I, I personally would not make that creative no. decision, but that is available to yeah. us. <laughs> I uh, in our yeah. in our palette in our in our uh, array of artistic tools. Yeah. Okay. I, you I know, I was really that. excited about Rachel Sennett, but I'm but, sorry, but Florence. No, 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 no. But Florence Pugh is really that's that's feeling more right to me. You know okay. that yeah. that's feeling correct. She just does her roles so well. I mean, she's fantastic. She's yeah. one of, one of the best working right now. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. For, wow. Okay, let's I'm, go, with Florence Pugh. Then let's I mean, lock if, it in. If Florence Pugh can't do it, then we can reach out to Rachel Sennett, Miss Piggy. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> that'll be our order, our list. Like you see those lists, like Tarantino would have those lists of people he wanted to play Vincent Vega. Yes, true. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah we need to be... keep we need to keep track of the alternates too, the ones who are the runner up, the runners ups. Yeah, I guess I should be writing this down because history will be <laughs> um, 
interested to know that. Yeah. I like to think okay. that if Nick dies under mysterious circumstances and they like find that paper with his casting choices, they're like, is this a note? What does this mean? And they're like, there's no way these are his final words, but most upsetting suicide note. He's holding it in his he's holding his yeah. printed Google sheet in his hand. <laughs> You're assuming that the Heathcliff characters assuming the, the police actors written next to that. You're assuming the investigators aren't regular listeners to the podcast. That's true. That's true. That's a pretty big assumption to make. That's actually really rude. I'm sorry. If I were an investigator of of crimes, I would listen to your podcast. I like this. This is like the plot of a of a Black Dahlia esque noir, (laughs) uh, you know, set set in Hollywood, (laughs) trying to solve who killed the producer of the non existent Heathcliff movie. (laughs) I'm glad y'all see it too. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up that segment by. Listening to the song again. <laughs> you gotta cast a movie. I wanna cast somebody for Heathcliff. Maybe we can make a deal. Maybe together we can cast Ben Affleck. That's, that's one of the, that's the end of, of the segment. <laughs> is that you saying that's in the recording? Like, is that you in the recording saying, yeah, that's, that's the song? <laughs> and you just cut that off at the end of it? Uh, no, I just say that I do say that every time I hear it. So I probably did say the first time I recorded it. <laughs> and, and I would also like to call out: we have not cast Ben Affleck yet. No. The wow. song pre- presupposes maybe we could cast Ben Affleck, <laughs> but each week we answer that question by saying we are not casting Ben Affleck. He's not. I think this. he'd be good. Maybe he, maybe he could direct. Maybe we maybe could find direct. we could find something for he does love to direct. Ooh. Um, that. That may be, you know what, that may be how we have to entice him to be oh, in yeah. it. If we find a role we really like him for, we may have to say, okay, and you can direct it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He'll want to rewrite just... it, but that could be could be good. He will he will want to rewrite. He will want to put his own personal spin on it. Whatever character we cast him as will have an alcohol problem. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like I don't know if that's it's not my creative baby, but I don't know if I want y'all to give up your creative baby to Ben Affleck. If the price Unless is right. Unless you guys have got some reverence. Well, yeah, fair. Live, if the price is right. Live we, your financial dream. Bought. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm open to it. I mean, I, lo- I, I love the town. I love it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Town's a great movie. Uh, what else has he directed? Didn't he just direct something? Yeah, he directed that movie where he uh, he was like a a basketball coach with a drinking problem. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. There it is. <laughs> the way back is that the name of it? That sounds right. Let me see. Let know. me pull up his his directing credits real quick because I feel like <laughs> I usually like his the movies he directs. Let's see, filmography. I have to go to separate. Ben Affleck filmography as <laughs> director television huh? also a director. why doesn't it say what he directed wow, he's got a really long Wikipedia page yeah 
Okay, Gone Baby Gone. Good movie. The Town. Oh, movie. great movie, yeah. Argo, which is a pretty good movie. Live by Night. Air. Oh, yeah, Air. I liked Air. That's what Air, it was. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Air Air was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Air was like watch Air was like watching a Wikipedia article. You know? Um okay. Well <sighs> <laughs> Talking movies with Nick and Kyle. Let's wrap up the Yeah, segment. we have to talk. Uh, and I, I apologize button. for the detriment to that one. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Here, let's wrap up the segment again, real quick. <laughs> you gotta cast a movie. I wanna cast somebody for Heathcliff. Maybe we can make a deal. Wait, listen Maybe to the here. We can cast Ben Affleck. Okay, what's the song? Oh no, you you were saying that live <laughs> when I heard it. All right. <laughs> Um, okay, that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Danny. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This was wonderful. Do you have any projects you want to plug? Um, you know, I feel like people who don't know me maybe respect me right now. And if I say the truth that I really would like to push is big fart, I might lose a couple of books. But I'll say it. Follow. No. we don't actually have anything but uh no i have nothing i'm just chilling okay mm-hmm. big fart is your improv team yeah, yeah very thanks good. for the context. very funny because <laughs> i did just say big fart without any sort of <laughs> indication of what it was thank you for that <laughs> going downhill quick uh no thanks so much all right thanks danny until next time that bothers me